Hello everyone and welcome to the Head Up Podcast. It's me, Josh, Liam and Connor. So Liam and Connor, would you like to introduce yourselves and what team you guys support? You go first, Liam. Yo, yo my name's Liam and I'm a big uh, Knights supporter. Hey, up the Knights, cool. man. Up the Newcastle Knights. That's rough, yeah. What about you, Connor? Hey, I'm Connor. Uh, I'm sadly a Cowboys supporter these days. Um, it's been rough, but, you know, stick by the team. Yeah, of course. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I'm a Warriors supporter through and through. Reese Walsh is the best player in the mm-hmm. league. But... Oh, come yeah. on. Come on. So the plan for the podcast... The plan for the... That was like a right. Yeah. <laughs> so the plan for the podcast for the listeners will be what we'll do every week is we'll look to record on Wednesday or Thursday and we'll just do our picks for the week, our tips, and the week after we'll analyse our picks and laugh at Liam for getting it wrong, laugh at me for getting it wrong, laugh at Connor for getting it wrong, and then we'll do the next week's tips and then we'll talk about how bad the Cowboys played the week before. So. Yeah. First game tonight is Titans versus Storm, which I think is yeah. a pretty easy one to pick. So yeah. I'm guessing we're all going Storm for this one? Or? I'm definitely going Storm. I feel yeah. like the Titans will give them a go in the forwards, but the Storm are just too clinical though. Yeah, yeah the, the Titans have done really well the last few weeks like with their tactics and their front line, but yeah, definitely definitely got to pick the Storm right here. The thing is with the Storm... Good, good form matchup. Yeah, yeah. The Storm have got a few people rested. So, like, I think Jerome Hughes isn't playing this week and Dale Finucane. So, that might do it a tiny yeah. bit. But then you get guys also, like Ryan Pappenhausen. Also, um, Brandon Smith and Justin Ollum out for the Storm. Yeah. So, you look at that and you think, oh, maybe the Titans have a chance. But then, obviously, Pappenhausen's fullback. Then you've got Hines just shifts to halfback. So, it's not the biggest loss, you would say. And you get George Jennings yeah. back, who's, who's a great player. We saw him last year, how good he was. So, yeah. Any, any other thoughts on the game, guys? Nah, I can see it being a blowout, to be honest. But then also, if the, Storm, if the Titans are up for it, they can make this game close there. Yeah, 100%. It's one of those games where you could watch it for the first 10 minutes and the, the Storm could already be up 10-0 and you're like, oh, okay, that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> okay, so we'll head on to the next game which has been a bit of drama around the game because the odds have shifted so much depending on if Tom Trebojevich is playing. It's the Seagulls yeah. versus Raiders. Fair enough to uh, like, the difference in that Manly team is incredible. Yes. It's like... Without him, they'd be struggling quite a lot. Yeah, on Monday I placed a bet, so we're in New Zealand for the viewers, by the way. I placed a bet and it was Raiders $3 and... Manly a dollar fifty, and then when Travoyevich said he wasn't going to play, it went to like Raiders a dollar fifty, Seagulls three dollars, and now it's back to a dollar twenty to four dollars fifty yeah. the other way. So yeah. it's gone back and forth depending on if one player plays, which is pretty amazing to be honest. I, I haven't seen something like that before, where a player just changes a team so drastically. Yeah, oh. and like I, last year they missed the eight with Tom. Was it last year or the year before that they missed the eight with No Turbo? I think it was last year, right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm trying, because I think I've got NRL up right now. We can double check. Yeah, yeah so they yeah. didn't make it last year. They came 13th last year, because that was when they had issues with yeah. sort of everyone struggling yeah. for fitness. So, yeah. 
Also, I feel like Morgan Harper's been real in form recently. Yeah. Which is good for them. And obviously, Ruben Garrick breaking the record for Manly top point scorer. And we're in the end round, what, 23 this yeah. week? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Man. And for Especially the Raiders, when we've talked. Especially when they've had players like Daily Cherry Evans in their team all these years. and Yeah. So we've talked about the Seagulls. The Raiders actually have six new people coming in for this game. So there's obviously a few guys that are just bench fillers. But Chance Nickel Clockstad comes back on the bench, a Kiwi. So that yeah. could be interesting as well. He's a really good player, but obviously off the bench, he may only play 20 minutes and it could already be a blowout by then. So it may not yeah. matter. But I'm guessing... Also, also oh, with yeah. the loss of um, Corey Harari and Nairo this week after that hit on Jerome Hughes. Yeah. That's a rough one. So we're going all going Seagulls. Obviously, I'm going Manly. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm going Manly. And that's, this is a tough one because we could all of a sudden look back next week when we do this podcast again and all of a sudden... And all of a sudden, Travojevic hasn't played the game and the Raiders have won 13+. plus. So I'm just making sure we've got Manly, Manly, Manly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, am, I am looking back at the previous results. In round 17, Canberra did win 30-16, to 16, so it will be an interesting game, but yeah, I do have to stick with Manly. Yeah, when, when you get Trevojevic. Especially with the form that Tom Trevojevic is in, and oh, yeah. the way that he combines with Jason Saab and Rubik Garrett yeah. on those edges, and the way that Morgan Harper's been playing at the moment. Yeah. He's been exceptional, really, in defence and attack, so yeah, I think Manly will be hard to beat. Yeah. So, so we go to the, the biggest game, probably my one I'm looking forward to of the round the most, the Panthers Rabbitohs game, which the betting has them a dollar seven a dollar seventy the Panthers and two dollars ten to the Rabbitohs. What's your guys' thoughts on this game? Yeah, as you said, I think this is the game of the round, the battle for second spot. And um, yeah, yeah, I feel like the Rabbitohs are starting to find form. They've got Dane Gagai and Alex Johnston back this week, which is a huge boost for them. And uh, yeah. I'm honestly tipping the Rabbitohs to win this game, so it's Ooh, out of the box, but yeah. yeah, I got the Rabbitohs winning. How about you, Lee? Yeah, the, well, I definitely have the Panthers for this one. It will be a close game between second and third, but uh, the Panthers are looking so strong all season. I, I have them winning the title, and I just don't think any team's coming close to uh, beating them other than the, the Storm, so I, I reckon it'll be a rematch from last year. Um, in the grand final, but uh, it will be a close game between the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs will give them a run for their money, but definitely got to stick with the Panthers on this one. Yeah, because... How, how are you feeling about this one? When we look back, I think it was a month ago when they won 50-10, to 10, the Panthers. It's yeah. like, w- what's really the difference between that those games? The teams are pretty much exactly the same. It's just Cleary's coming back from an injury, and that's the only worry I'd have for the Panthers, that maybe yeah. Cleary's not at full yeah. health. And another thing to add to that, the Panthers added um, Tavita Pangai Jr., yeah. which is a huge bonus for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's yeah, on the mate. reserves, eh? He, like, he's on the reserves, but he probably will play is what I'm hearing. Is that yeah, true? I've heard that he might get a run this week. Did he get a run last week? Yeah. He's been, he's been listed in the reserve squad this week, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see... What? The other question is, who do you take out for him? Because I've seen the Panthers bench has Kurt Capewell, Jermaine Hopgood, Scott Sorensen, and Mitch Kinney, who are all in really good form at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I heard it would be Hopgood. That, that's what I heard, but yeah. 
who really knows, to be honest. I'm assuming, because he hasn't had a run out for them yet, because he went away, went back somewhere. So I think this would be his debut, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. Yeah, so I'm, we'll have a look at that again. So Panthers for Liam, Panthers for Josh, and Rabbitohs for Connor. Yeah, I feel like Benji Marshall off the bench and Hocker is a yeah. is a lethal addition as well. Yeah, uh, I think he's been in really good form this year, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens to that game. And Alex Johnston is coming back as well for this game, so yeah, Alex yeah. Johnston and Dane Gago back. That's a huge bonus for the Rabbitohs. Yeah, they've pretty much that's got their whole back line. They're the best outside backs. So. Yeah, the Rabbitohs do have the two two players in the top five for line break assists: Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell. So. It'll be very interesting and lethal that combination between the two, but as, as well as Cody Walker having the most try assists, like yeah, yeah, they're so, definitely and this will be a good test for them this week and just to show what they're really going to do this year. Yeah, yep. So the next game's going to be the West Tigers versus the Sharks, which is another game where it could sort of go either way because both teams are really inconsistent. You don't know what you're yeah. getting, but what are your guys' thoughts on this game? Um. Honestly, I'm I'm backing the Sharks to win this one. Yeah. Uh, the way that they're looking and what are they, eighth, ninth right now? Eighth? Yeah. Uh, Sharks are Sharks are tenth at no, the moment. Tenth. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be needing this win to make the eight, but also yeah, uh, definitely. the Tigers are still mathematical chance. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, both the teams need this win, and uh, I think the Sharks would dig deep and get the job done in a close one. Yep. Yeah. The, the odds on the TRB are saying the Sharks are at $1.56 and the Tigers are at $2.35, but it'll be a really close game between the two. Both teams have been performing pretty well through the season, but I'm actually going to go with the Tigers on this one. I think they've just got a bit of momentum in them and they just they need this win desperately. They're 13th at the moment, and I just feel like they're going to come back strong this weekend and put one out against the Sharks. Also, with the with the Sharks having um, Will Chambers and Matt Moylan on the interchange, I feel like is yeah uh, massive. I think they're both going to come in. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Moylan's one of those iffy ones. He's been in my super coach team the whole year. He'll be starting and then he'll not play, and then he'll be on the interchange and then drop out. So he's one of those guys where he's pretty iffy on when he plays, yeah. but. If you get Sorry, Josh, before, before you do your prediction, can we just get a praise up for Andrew Fafita after yeah. winning last week? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. it's sad to see that happen. Eh? Yeah. Yes. It's very, I, I'm glad that the NRL came out and said that there's no foul charge against the Knights because in, in, in a situation like that, you, you don't really know what's going on on the field and you're just trying to play the game. And I do put all my prayers out to his family and him. And he's set to make a full recovery, I've heard, and um, so which is great, but... But just it's just a really sad thing to hear in a game that we love. Yeah, absolutely. So what was what was your prediction, Josh, on this game? I'm pretty much I based my whole tipping for this pretty much on my TAB multi that I made, and in that I've got Sharks thirteen plus. I'm not happy on the thirteen plus, but I'm confident with the Sharks winning this game. I just think so what, you, you've got the Raiders winning as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I may have changed that one, but yeah. Um, I just think the Sharks are just better quality. Like, the Tigers have players that I think can be better. Like, you see guys like Adam Dewey, Tommy Talau, guys like that, Leosano, Leilua, those guys. Yeah, I like their team, but I just think the Sharks, when you have guys that have been there before, like Aaron Woods, guys like that, 
I think they're going to win the Sharks. So for that, yeah. we've got Liam, now, Tigers, Josh Sharks, and Connor Sharks. Now, just, just going back to the Sharks, because Matt Moylan's um, had a calf injury a fortnight ago. Do you think he's going to be able to pass his assessment later this week so he can be set for this weekend? Or do you think he's still going to be pretty pretty uh, injured and not going to be able to pass his He's one of those uh, iffy ones. Like, I don't think that they'll chuck him in the reserves if they weren't like a hundred percent confident that he would pass yeah. it. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like he'll definitely pass it. Yeah. Sweet. So I imagine just looking at some stats here, the Sharks have won six of their past seven games against the Tigers, so Ooh. they are looking very, very like favourites. But no, I do feel like you're going to change your pick, Liam. Or? The Tigers got to support the underdogs here. So uh, another thing that I want to talk about is Stefano Utsa Akamanu. He, he is. is an absolute beast. Yeah. If the Cowboys got him, I'd be absolutely stoked. Supercoach beast. One of the best yeah. point scorers in the Supercoach. Okay, so we'll get on to the next game. Bulldogs-Knights. So what are your thoughts, resident Knights fan Liam, on your team's progress in the season? Uh, well, the Knights have done very well. We started off a bit shaky with Ponga being very uncertain to return, but now that we've, now we've got him back on the team, the team's really, really built around him and and like the morale is just boosted up and we've got um we've got uh David Clemmer and Brody Jones coming in for Daniel Saifisi and Tyson Farrell coming in because Daniel Saifisi did a knee injury and Tyson's been suspended. But um this game the Bulldogs haven't won in over three months. And they they're not looking good. They're bottom of the table. They're they haven't performed well all season. I don't know if it's something to do with their coach or if it's just players on the team. They've got a decent squad on paper, if you look at it. But I just I feel like the Knights are going to clearly win this one. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Connor? Yeah, I feel like Saifid and Frizzell are both both massive outs for the Knights. Um, yeah. But as you guys know, I love Anari Tawala. He's in amazing form at the moment. Yeah. Um, with with Luke Thompson back in for the Bulldogs, that's a huge in for them. I feel like just his go forward and the way that he possesses himself, he's a he's a huge running forward. With with Ryan James on the other side, who's an experienced player, Definitely. so um, he yeah. brings a lot to the team. And uh, Aaron Shoup from last week, he was he was incredible for them. So yeah, I feel yeah. like this will be a closer game than people were anticipating. But I've got the Knights getting the job done. Yeah, yeah, I I had the unfortunate thing of having to watch the Warriors Bulldogs game last week, which was a very rough game to watch because both teams were very. As a Warriors fan, I can say this: if this was a person talking about the Warriors, both teams were very bad, like making weird mistakes that you don't really see from most oh, teams. Yeah. So, yeah. I, what I want from them is obviously Kyle Flanagan's coming back. Um, yeah, has sort of started to come back, but it's. I want to see a Lachlan Lewis get back in. I want to see like some young guys get a go because what are they really playing for right now? I want to see because I'm a big fan of Lachlan Lewis. I want to see him get a go. I want to see some younger players that like. What's the point yeah. of giving Ryan James um, minutes or Corey Horsburgh who don't even play for you? Wouldn't you rather develop some young guys for next season when you've got all these signings? But who knows? I'm I'm assuming that we're all going the Knights here. Yeah. Right. yeah. Is so, that all we've got for this game or any other thoughts? Um, yeah, no, definitely the Knights here, mate. But, yeah, the Bulldogs have got a few injuries, though. Corey Allen's been um, has a late withdrawal with an illness on Sunday. Um, so, um, so, and same with um, Nick Meany. 
he's going to have to go through concussion protocols with his head knock. Yeah. And same with uh, Jake Ferial, uh, Leo. Um, he's in doubt with his foot problem and a calf strain. So um, Lachlan Lewis is definitely on standby to replace him. But yeah, like, oh, it's, just a, it's just a nice one. Right? Yeah. We've got, yeah. we're lucky we to have it. We have an injury expert here, Connor. So here's, as you, for you listeners that may be listening to this, Liam's going to be the injury expert for this podcast. So he's going to notify us of any, because he wants to be a physio when he's older. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, just want to point out the, the nice aiming for two straight, uh, or two wins in a season against the Bulldogs for the first time since 2013. Wow. So let's see if we can repeat 2013. Yeah. So for the next game on the Saturday, I think it's the late game is Eels Cowboys. So we'll get the Cowboys fan of the group Connor to explain his team's situation coming into this game. Uh, there's there's not really much to explain. We just suck, really. <laughs> um, we're, we're on like an eight or nine game lose streak, and um, we've got our hooker Jake Granville in the centres, as well as <laughs> one of our backup halves Ben Hampton on the wing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like we'll. We'll try to keep it close for the first half and then end up getting blown out. But um, we've got Hamaso Tabuai Fido on the reserves, which will be a huge in if he's going to play. And then we've also got Griffin Neam, who was main last week on his debut. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we've got Ruben Cotter back on, the, on our bench. So he's a massive in for us. He had a great start to the season before he got injured, and I feel like he'll bring a, yeah. bring a big boost. And what do you what do you think about Carl Fouts' injury with his jaw, mate? He's been he's been named in the squad, but he's going to have to go through a final fitness check. Do you think he's going to be right to play? Yeah, I feel like he'll be fine. There's been a lot of I've read a lot of articles that he should be sweet to play, and if not, yeah. we've we've already done enough rearranges, so we can always yeah. just chuck someone else in. Is, so. is Telmalolo going to play as well? I'll ask Liam, the fitness guy. Does anyone know what's happening? Because he's back in the reserves this week as well. Does anyone know what's happening? Yeah, so. So, so Tomalolo is um, part of the session, man. But he's, he's on um, non-contract duties as he's looking to overcome a broken hand. So it'll be a bit, a bit, bit of an interesting one. He, the coach wants him to play. He's been named in the squad. But if he's on non-contact, non-contact duties, um, given, directed by the doctor, um, the thing, I just don't the thing with his hand as well, oh, sorry to interrupt Liam, the thing with his hand is that he's been injured with that hand pretty much the whole season and yes. I feel like he rushed back and he came back too soon and I think he's redone it, so yeah, yeah you don't yeah. know how long, you just got to take time with that and be patient, yeah. you know, there's no, uh, we, don't, we don't really have much to play for at the moment, so. Yeah, definitely, I just want to go back to that. Kyle Fout. I was just reading here, Kyle Fout scored eight tries in the past six games against the Eels. He will be vital against the Eels if he was playing. So let's just hope, fingers crossed, he passes that fitness check. Also, if you're listening, put Kyle Fout anytime try scorer in your multis, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, remember that. So I'm assuming everyone's going Eels here? No. Yes. So you're going yeah, Kyle yeah. <laughs> Because the thing oh, is, that it's not like the Eels have played amazing. Like They've had a really bad... Thing, but they've been, really bad. They've been absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's just because they're playing the Cowboys here, which is sort of a reprieve for them, I would say, because they yeah. are struggling right now. Like even guys like Isaiah Papaletti, who being who was amazing at the start of the season, he's now playing prop. Like he was so much better at second row of Moses, getting those on the edge tries, but now he's at prop. It's like everything that he was doing well, sort of he can't really do it prop. So yeah. yeah. 
also Conley Lamelu out for the Cowboys. Yeah. So that's a, it's not a massive out with the form that he's been in, but he's been dropped from the team. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. So we're gonna finish for that game, or is there any other advice, Liam or Connor? Any other no, thing? The, the key matchup you got to see is between Mitch Moses and Tom Tom Deirdre. Uh, yeah. Like those are the two players I definitely watch out for. It'll be great, great contest between the two fellas. But and since the humiliating loss last week to Manly, the Eels had fifty six to ten. Yeah. Oh, I just I just see the Eels having a lot of motivation to come back, bounce back even stronger. But so the Cowboys could give them a run. But no, nah, I definitely got to stick with the Eels here, mate. So the second to last game of the round is Dragons Roosters on the Sunday. Arvo, always a good time to watch league. That's probably my favourite time. What would your guys' favourite time be to watch league? Um, honestly, just when the Cowboys are playing, but not recently. Yeah. But if I'd spend yeah. the time, it'd be Friday night footy. You yeah. know, just making it to the weekend yeah. and being able to just yeah. have a few beers and watch the footy. Can't beat it, really. Definitely got to agree with you there, Connor. Uh, Friday night footy's got to be the best night for me. Okay. I think we'll do some other episodes later on about that sort of stuff, but we'll get on to this game. What are your. I think we'll both. All three of us will be going the Roosters, I'm assuming that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The Roosters are fourth at the moment on the table, and Dragons are 11th. And it should be. Should be. Mm, roosters should definitely win 13 plus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only big out for the Roosters is Victor Radley. Um, they've got Hardgreaves coming back into the squad as well as Marshkey. So, and the outs for yep. the Bron- uh, for the Dragons, sorry, is Andrew McCulloch, Blake Laurie, and Gerard Beal. Um, they've put uh, Josh McGuire at hooker, which is <laughs> which is hard <laughs> to explain. Um, yeah, especially with Jaden Sullivan on the bench, I think that he he's a star and he can play anywhere. Um, and they've got no. Tao Amone in the halves with Corey Norman. Mm. Of course, no, no, I just want to I just want to ask you a question here about the Dragons' defense. The Dragons have conceded 168 points in their last five games. Is there anything to do with their coach, or is it there some lack in defense, or the, do they just not know how to tackle? Do you know what's going on there? Um, I think that injuries was a big effect on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they started the season really strong, which they've been known to do, and kind of fallen off. Um, yeah. You know, I don't have them even close to my top eight. So for them to be in the eighth for what, three quarters of the season, they've done a lot of bad job and with all the injuries that they've had, they've done a really good job to be where they're at. And, and, um, yeah. and do you think they'll be able to jump back up to the top eight or do you think their no. season's pretty much over? I think their season's over to be fair. I think yeah. I think the Roosters will get top four as well. The team that they're playing, I think they'll take fourth place out. So Yeah. Um I feel like Adam Kieran's been in good form recently as well with Joseph Manu in the centres. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Dale Copley coming back in and playing for the first time in a long time. So mm. uh, that's a big in for them. I'm yeah. thinking, um, I think the Dragons were always in trouble, but that lockdown saga where they all invited people to their houses, yeah. that's a massive disruption considering there was all this drama with people not signing police orders and stuff like that. Yeah. I just think the team's not really in it anymore, so... I think a betting man would take 13-plus pretty easily on the Roosters. But then again, yeah. we saw them last week, 21-20 to the Broncos. So you wouldn't say are that great of a side. But I yeah. think the Roosters yeah. should take it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's... yeah the odds are $1.91 for 13-plus on the Roosters, which is pretty cheap. So, yeah, it definitely looks that way, mate. 
also with uh, the matchup between Matt Dufty and James Tedesco, obviously mm-hmm. Matt Dufty off to the Bulldogs next year. Do you guys think that that affects his game at all? I think now that he has his contract sorted, it's one of those things I think we've talked about this a lot, Connor. Once you have your contract sorted, it's almost like, it's not like there's nothing to play for, but there's not as much motivation. Like if he still had a contract to play for, he would be yeah. really and working course, harder. And in, in interviews, they're just going to say, oh, I'm just trying to win football games. But you know, they've, yeah. they've signed a contract for yeah. next year and this is their last few games here. Obviously, they want to finish in good form. But you yeah. know, once you get that contract signed, you know where you're going and you've he knows that he won't be there for next year. So. Yeah. You have nothing really to prove, to be honest. After you do. One. For our last game of the round, at 6.05... New Zealand time on Sunday. We have the Warriors up against the Brisbane Broncos. You know, I'm going to hand this one over to Josh, the big Warriors fan through thick and thin. How are you feeling about this game, mate? I think this is probably the toughest game of the round to bet on, mostly because both sides, like you saw the uh, Broncos last week, were a dollar. They only just lost to the Roosters when you would expect them to lose by 40. And then the Warriors, on the other hand, last week, they are expected to pump the Broncos, and they only just really got there in the end. So both sides... Yeah, Bulldogs, yeah. Both sides are really inconsistent, so it's a tough one to pick, but I'll, I'll go with the Warriors for my pick. Yeah, I feel like whatever team shows up on the day, really, uh, these are two of the most inconsistent teams in the NRL. Not doing that as a bag, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, who shows up in the day? And obviously, the Broncos have Anthony Milford and Albert Kelly back in the halves, which is seems like their halves pairing changes every week. They're obviously just trying to find something. And obviously, Anthony Milford off to the Rabbitohs next year. Um, yeah. He, he needs to start getting a bit of form under his belt and get some consistency into this team. Now, now, Josh, since you're, since you're the biggest Warriors fan, um, yeah, I just, what do you think about Dallin Watanese, Dallin Zeleniak? His 150th career game this weekend. I think that was last weekend. No, I'm, no, it's going to be good for him. But he's been at like three or four different clubs and he's almost like a chronic loser. Like it's bad to say it, but he lost like 18 games in a row last year because he was playing at the Panthers, then play at the Bulldogs. So it's good that he's actually getting some wins for once because he has had a sort of, his career has sort of fallen to losing sometimes. Quite often, so yeah. And what a he's a he's a big winger, and just the speed behind him. Yeah. Like last week, I just he was the fastest player in the league last week, and he yeah. just showed a lot of speed on the outside of like a fast bloke too. Yeah, you don't expect him to be as fast as he is because of the way he's built, yeah. but and he's, especially with Reese Walsh throwing him cutout balls, you know that's going to be hard to stop. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. With the Warriors as well, so they're, they're aiming for their fourth consecutive win for the first time since 2018. Will that be a good motivation and morale boost? I think the main motivation is the top eight still because yeah. Yeah. obviously they the Warriors should be in the top eight. Yeah, top eight dreams are still alive. Yeah, the way they played in the middle of the season, we probably shouldn't have a chance, but we have a chance yeah. in a few. There are three winnable games. It's not like the Titans, the Raiders, and the Broncos are extremely hard-sized. They're going to be tough games, but it's not yeah. like you're going to guaranteed lose. So you have a chance. Especially with the Titans and Raiders being 8th and ninth place, it just shows how close and how much the ladder can change in the next coming weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going Warriors. Are you guys going Warriors keeping the faith? Or are you guys... Um, I'm going Broncos 1-12. to 12. Oh, what? 
Yeah, so I definitely have to pick the Broncos here. They they look like the better team, and the Warriors just haven't haven't had the the right momentum lately. And just I don't know. I just I just think the Broncos are going to come out strong this weekend. Yep. So we'll quickly recap the tips from each person and what we're going to do is for each podcast at the start of each podcast we'll have a look back and laugh at whoever did bad and give praise to whoever did good. We, we could even just keep a score for the rest of the season and see who yes. comes on top and lose has to do something. Yeah, so for the Storm versus, what was that game? The Storm versus Hi. the Titans. Who We all went Storm, I'm guessing there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Storm. So Storm for that. Thing is, this week there's going to be a lot of similar picks because there's quite a lot of obvious sort of answers. But Raiders Seagulls, we all went Seagulls. Is that correct? Seagulls, yeah. yeah. Panthers Rabbitohs, we all went. Oh no, Connor went Rabbitohs, didn't he? I, I forgot went about Rabbitohs. that. Yeah. yeah, I went. Pan- Josh went Panthers, and Liam went Panthers. Then yeah. Sharks Tigers, I went Sharks. I went Tigers. And Connor, you went Sharks, eh? Yep. Yep. Then the Knights versus the Bulldogs, we all went Knights. I think that was a pretty obvious one. Yeah. Then Eels-Cowboys, we all went Eels, even though Connor's praying that Cowboys can get a win, but yeah, it's going to be pretty rough. Hopefully by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then the Roosters-Dragons, Roosters again from everyone. Then the Broncos-Warriors, Josh went for the Warriors, being the fan that I am. And then you two both went Broncos. Yeah. Sweet, so we'll have a look at them for the next podcast and, yeah, see who did well and who did bad. So that will be it for the Head Up podcast. Very good name, only took around half an hour, an hour to make. We've done our tips for the week. We will analyse them next week and laugh at Liam's picks or laugh at Connor's or laugh at mine, but, yeah, see you guys. Yes, sir.